0: We are farmers. Well, now we're Yeah, really? Seriously, Chris. This is the Krill Cast. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And I'm Andrew. And what is this podcast called? Printed and pressed. Not minted and pressed. Thanks, Federal Reserve. Anyways. Whoa. We're not counterfeiting anything, Chris.
1: That's why
0: it says not minted and pressed. Although he should be, you know, this podcast should be able to mint money. Mm-hmm. If you guys are watching, sure. like, and comment, and subscribe. We'd <laughs> we be, have we'd power of the curse. The Let's do this. Oh my
1: gosh. If you join our book club.
0: Yeah, then you'll Maybe. make lots of money because Andrew's going to teach you about Bitcoin
2: at some point. Yeah, and oh. eventually we'll get to read
1: Chris's book. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and Will's that's book. the That's the ultimate perk. I never agreed to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah I have to I've read your
0: book chris all right so if y'all hit the podcast last week we did the fourth turning is here and it wasn't live we apologize for that it was yeah. some work scheduling issues but it did premiere on youtube and uh, 180 of you have watched it so we thank you for doing that yeah very yeah. cool um if you did like and subscribe obviously if you didn't like and subscribe anyway i don't care um and this week we're covering what book andrew
1: the return of the
0: gods by jonathan Kahn. and since this pick was andrew's pick why don't we let andrew just tell us why this book was added to our book club
1: it was interesting sounding that's why i added it literally that's it because it's kind of a um a different take on the culture war kind of going um i guess taking a historical view of it from the lens of like oh this isn't necessarily new under the sun like if you're aware of history you know that a lot of empires have had moments yeah. before their collapse where gender bending has become a thing <laughs> people wanting like dudes wanting to cross-dress and pretend like they're women or women wanting to pretend that they're men that's very common very dominated with just a person like a hyper focus on being the gender that you actually are not yeah. um Kind of crazy,
2: the issue is that it's the degradation of just societal norms,
1: yeah. I mean, total destruction of the culture at the time, is kind of what it is. No more traditions, uh, but yeah, I mean, when you look at it from that lens, it shows that human nature is kind of just naturally pagan (laughs) because all of these different pagan cultures that we all stem from at some level. Uh, all kind of shared the same gods just with different names and you can see the same types of uh, humans are not that creative yeah you can kind of see the same uh, nature like human nature worship in a sense going on today that aligns pretty well with things that happened in the past so it's a good uh given the nature of where we are currently with the culture war and society at large. I think this was just an interesting book to read.
0: Well, just one real quick comment then. I think it might be Aquinas that said this, but he can correct me if I'm wrong or somebody who knows Aquinas. Yeah, Aquinas, Aquinas will it. correct you. <laughs> yeah, he's dead, but the commentary is such that like, the service of the body is like mm-hmm. the lower form of intelligence, whereas the service of the will is the higher form of intelligence. And I think it's clear when culture starts to deteriorate, it starts to serve the body rather than the will. Everybody should serve will, long story short. Yes, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but I, I think it's something, I'm paraphrasing, but I think that's how it goes. It's something like the higher level of intelligence in society is service to the will or the faith or those types of things versus the service to the body, which is always of the lower intellectual standpoint.
1: I mean, it's it's a time preference thing, Chris. Right, when you think about it? you either have a high time preference or you have a low time preference. The more civilized you are, the lower your time preference. You're willing to make sacrifices now for the better of the long run. Pass things. That's on not to really what it is. That's no, not what I'm but, saying at no all. because when you have, a, when you're doing it for like the body, for the, for not a spiritual thing or anything like that, you're taking care of your human, like, um, pleasure, desires in the moment you're not you're not looking for what is the best outcome long run yeah yeah it's like it's like the
0: difference between somebody who says you know um who says i love you and somebody who takes care of you right i mean
1: what you're describing though is the difference between high time preference and low time preference and it expands well beyond just pleasure seeking
0: that's diminishing what i said but i'll I'll agree with it i'm just saying
2: i'm just saying all
0: right so let's get into a summary of the book here (laughs) let's get into a summary of the book is here. hitting the
2: fan. Am I for those yeah, we're 5 minutes in. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Barely. I mean, but let's just there's three, right? There's three main gods here that he he talks about. The, the return of the gods
0: is the return of like very um Generic. specific cultures from the past oh, like, kind
2: of you said there. generic and like,
0: no
1: okay okay it's specific it is but also specific. generic it's so it's a specific sect of like um concepts for each god but the god itself is very generic across cultures because yes. it, it, it has very many different names but it all has the same like uh foundations among it uh, within its doctrine i guess sure I'll give you that much. All well, because right. okay, Baal, Zeus—they're basically the same.
0: <laughs> Just Greek versus older, whatever, whatever yeah. you want to
1: call it. I mean, then you have Aphrodite, Ishtar, whoever you want, it, whatever Ishtar you want is to call older. her. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what area you are. Although, but you although is, is...
0: is Ishtar? Well, maybe you know the answer to this. Is Ishtar a equivalent to like Ashara? Is that would that be the same thing or no? Asherah. Asherah? Are you yes. talking about
2: like the actual Jewish deity?
0: Yeah, the one that the one that existed Yes, the before. one with the trees. No, yes, I
2: would not say those are the same.
1: No, they're not. Okay,
0: that was the I'm counterpoint.
2: Sure. That's the counterpoint to Yahweh. So it's like they got merged at some point, but one point it was like literally God's consort was Asherah. That's not really what we're talking about.
1: Okay, but when I you're talking about that. the 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 tree, the trees that they're not supposed to, like the totems and stuff, that's maybe kinda, Gaia, that's Gaia would what...
2: be a better. No no, Gaia, no, 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 guy's is too powerful. Again, it's more pleasure-seeking deities that we're talking about. So, Ishtar, mm-hmm. Aphrodite. Yeah, there's there are some that again there's parallels to like you
1: know Christian beliefs. Well, in the in the cultures, but in the Old Testament, there's the one that has the cult, the cult prostitutes. So that that one is in line with Aphrodite and Ishtar. So. Yeah.
2: And also, the, you know, you talk
1: about the same gods that are brought. Are out. you talking about Lilith? Exodus. No, not Lilith. Lilith. It's the one that it's the one that has the trees as the like instead of the high places. It's a specific type of tree. Oh, I do recall what you're talking about. Yes. I can't think of the name either. It's an A. It starts with an A. Azeroth. You got. No, you got to look dude. it up, man. But it, Azeroth's or, a dude. There's one that it, it starts with an A. So that's Azazel. <laughs> Oh, think- Azael, Azael, right?
0: Yeah, uh, maybe. I think it's Azael. Old Testament. We'll find this out
2: in one second. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I think that's the right one, Azael. Appears uh, in association with the scapegoat, right? It, it is bearing the sins during Yom, uh, Yom Kippur, fallen angel. It's got Hellenization, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. There's Apparently of- Astro
2: was actually part of the Canaanites as well, so that, that was yeah. like a shared thing. So Chris, you might be totally right on this, but Ashley I thought was... I was. No, I you're right. You're right,
1: Chris. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's Ashley the right one. I was
2: Jewish at one point too, so I, I was getting confused. Anyways, long um, story
1: short, there's, there's a lot Molech. of equivalents
0: across cultures, especially yes. old cultures.
1: And, and then don't forget Molech. Chris. Yeah, child sacrifice. Which...
0: The, the, the favorite of all the bunch. Yes, but that's also
1: uh, Cronus. So.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Cronus. Uh, was, that, yeah. was that Greek or Norse? Or... That's Greek. It's Greek.
1: He didn't really go into any. Um, into any norse stuff in this so i think that would be harder i think to connect the norse to this i think the main point he makes across this
0: narrative is that in the absence of christianity you have this creeping in and in the absence of this you have christianity or maybe christianity defeats this or something along those lines it's it's kind of the short version of what he says here
1: yeah i mean i think if you had to summarize this, it would be that you go through cycles of civilization where you're pagan and then not pagan because pagan values kind of destroy the civilization that you Well, I you mean, built. even
0: if you just read the Bible, you see this creep in and creep
1: out, creep in and yeah. creep out. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to even the fourth turning when, like, that entire concept that we discussed in the last book. Yeah. <laughs> but there, there's a lot in here where you could also say that it's just he's what he's describing is the natural cycle of civilization where you have hard times which fortifies your value system right which that value system brings survival and then prosperity but then the new people who join join for the prosperity not mm-hmm. the value system and then the value system becomes the prosperity without the values that drove prosperity and then it collapses and you're back in hard times. Yep. And then the cycle repeats again. And that that's really what is being So this is a
0: very right. long version of that.
1: It I mean very this long is and
0: drawn out version.
1: Yeah, but what he's trying to show is that for every time that this cycle has gone, it's gotten more severe. Mm-hmm the each cycle is getting worse and worse because of how, I mean, I guess you could say because our prosperity has gotten more and more significant every time as well. So every high has an equal low Mm -hmm. or a comparable low. The pendulum must swing is kind of the moral of this book. I think culturally speaking.
0: Yeah, I guess you could say that. Um, I think when I looked at this, the most interesting part to me was that Stonewall Jackson led to all of this. No. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a joke I can't. I can't, Chris. I just can't. <laughs> you couldn't take that one seriously? <laughs> no, I can't. Okay. Um, no, it was so interesting how much he compares the specific event of Stonewall to the culture changes.
1: Well, it's not just that, though. Like... Nobody I, laughed at that? I thought that was hilarious. No, waited, it's terrible. Like, As a person who actually joke. gives a shit about history, I actually was a <laughs> yeah. little well offended by your <laughs> slandering of.
0: You shouldn't be offended. Come on, it was a joke. It was wow. the best dad joke I could come up with at the it was time. It terrible, Chris. You're terrible. You're so bad. Your
1: kids like, are ashamed of you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I really hope YouTube blocks out that specific minutes. Shadowban <laughs> that minute. All right. Um... No, I okay. I think it's really interesting how he really goes because he goes through timelines, right? Of oh, certain things tend to happen in June, for example. I I mean, I, I think that naturally there is a human instinct for that type of stuff to probably happen in June, just given the cycle. The weather. Of, yes. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: the weather. The, the natural cycle of the, of the weather. The
1: natural cycle
0: not of them, weather not them. the natural cycle seasons, of pattern seasons all right of seasons
1: people are feeling themselves in the spring and june specifically sure. yeah right that well, people probably are probably more like getting sick pagan. in
0: the winter so
1: you want to get out if you don't want to be inside anymore it makes perfect sense wash
0: your hands people wash your hands so you don't get sick
1: <laughs> that digress <laughs> but do we want to go through the different? Yeah, let's go that through. All right. So
0: the dark trinity. He talks about what Baal, Moloch, and Ishtar. But he doesn't do it all well, together. So once. he calls
1: Baal the possessor. Mm-hmm. Yep. He calls He takes the, hold of
0: the culture, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, basically, he's the one that opens the door, right? That's that's how he's described in this. It's uh, he's the first. Well, that sounds big, nice. He's the, the first oyster people in the house, but. <laughs> <laughs> the, okay. No wonder people.
0: He read the screw tape letters and said, I will hold the door for you. Yes. Before,
1: before we get into this <laughs> any further, though, we should just uh, say one important message of this book, and that is that the spiritual house cannot stay empty. Right. So, so if you
0: if you let God leave, then you get something else.
1: I mean, it's not if you let God leave. If you kick God out of your house, something is shall this replace quote? him
2: It's either. His will or God saying to you, thy will. No, yeah. The man saying to God, thy will be done. Or God saying to the man, thy will be done.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. So. That's the whole free will concept. Yes.
1: Yeah. And and the and concept, below
0: me, And he's very free.
1: <laughs> and the concept of this book is that we've been pushing God out of that spiritual house. Yeah. And the first one in through the door, once he was gone, was Baal. So, which,
0: which is... Which, it's funny that we built a freaking arch to Bale in New York City. Like, how stupid are we?
1: I mean, it's New York City, Chris. I don't know what to tell you here. <laughs> it's, anyway, like, it's like, that's surprising to you. Um, Center of culture, hey! Sure. I mean, this is where as a, as a... the prosperity concept goes into play, that's what Bale really thrives on as far as the pagan rituals and priorities. So... Just look at how the American dream became not freedom, but wealth. Yes. You know, there's right? an
0: alternative cycle that I think Jonathan Kyle would be more apt to agree with that I've read about. It's the whole, instead of like strong men, it's about belief in God necessarily. Have you seen this circle before? You know what I'm talking about?
1: Um, yeah, but it's, strong, it's, it's like, no it's different. Like strong,
0: it's like strong belief in God believe, leads to good civilization, which leads to weaker faith, which leads to no faith. Which leads to the need for I mean, God. It's all the same cycle, Chris. It's yeah, just they it, all it, overlap. It's the
1: God cycle versus the man cycle. It's different. But I mean, that's okay. So we have it with the wealth, right? You have Wall Street is now basically the bronze bull of Wall Street.
0: <coughs> Wolf of Wall Street.
1: <coughs> okay. What, <But>, Chris? <laughs> I mean, the, no, it's the they have the they made a legit statue out of bronze. Didn't bull. they put
0: it over the courthouse or is that something different? Um, no, it's, it's on the ground.
1: No, it's just something.
0: Oh, there's the bull. No, yeah, something. I know what you're talking about now. No, I'm okay. thinking of the it's other one. It's the street, one. bro. Well, they also have a bear,
2: though, which doesn't fit into this. No, analogy.
0: there's like a there's like a weird yeah, but no one woman on top bear, of the courthouse Will. thing
1: going on. Every, too. Every, that's an abortion thing, Chris. Is it? Uh, yes. Okay, totally Okay, yeah, never mind. Totally different. All right. But the bull is the thing that everyone is excited about and wants and basically worships got to ride the bull yes okay. uh you know that's where we started we started changing from objective to subjective truth is kind of the moral there we started earth worship so choosing nature over humanity like look at the difference in how we value a fetus versus a eagle egg i don't <laughs> even example. like calling
0: things fetuses
1: it's just weird i know but i'm saying for yeah. if, it's just, that's the language, Chris. It is
2: kind of interesting to make that juxtaposition because I was about to say, like, you know, Earth health is, like equals human health, which I still think is true, but your point is valid. It's become this crazy deification of yeah. something where I mean, yeah, there are people who have strapped themselves to boulders or to trees to protect that eagle's egg, but then they'll celebrate murdering children with the same breath. Right. I mean, okay,
1: let's take it to the next extreme. If we were to send the rover to Mars... And it was to find single celled organi- organisms there, right? I'd be excited
2: and be... rubbing Chris's face.
1: Yeah, but we would be having everyone. You never talking said those about... types
0: of organisms didn't exist. Oh, all right, okay, so I'm not.
1: exist i am you are missing the point. The media would be talking about how that is life.
0: Life on Mars, yep. Yeah.
1: And they would not be saying that it's, it's life for the baby in the womb. They, they talk about it as if it's not it's just a yes. p- bundle of cells right so it's like such a difference in language that it's kind of crazy
0: the juxtaposition of calling a single cell life form on a different planet life when you can't even call that life on earth inside the womb is bizarre to me
1: yes i mean it's, it
0: like regardless of where you stand on the argument like i don't know how you can call it anything but life
1: I mean, and the entire environmentalist movement is kind of just anti-human in general, because it's, a, it would rather have people die than potentially negatively impact the environment in any capacity.
0: We might need to read that Malthusian book at some point to have well, this discussion. Well,
1: course, that, that book is crazy, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That'd be a good book for us to read on this podcast, I think. Anyways. Probably. So ball's the first one in the door. I like calling him ball instead of Bale, because it's hilarious. But yeah, Bale. And then he's the possessor.
1: He, oh, and he you're is, you're for, he, you're forgetting too one thing, Chris. Go ahead. His arch was in New York City at the financial district. <laughs> so the financial center, yeah. Yes. So that's that's where it was done. And it was originally it
0: originally supposed to have multiple. Uh, is Will frozen? Maybe. Yeah, I think he is. He just texted me <laughs> the, trans- the Transformer blue. Was it Optimus Prime, or was it... Uh... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, he sent me a text message. Yeah, no, he sent us the same one. It says the Transformer blue. Uh.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It's not red, so it can't be uh, Optimus, but, you know, Transformer's blue. Anyways, uh, I guess we'll have to kind of field this one, Andrew. <laughs> the next... Uh, the exchange of gods is an interesting section. That's about how when God leaves mm-hmm. the house or he's kicked out of the house, something mm-hmm. else will fill it. In some cases, it's earth worship. In some cases, it's you know self worship. In other cases, it's whatever it is. God gets replaced with something. You you, you have to have a creed to your lifestyle. So whatever the yeah, creed is, replaces God.
1: Well, you've seen what our creed has become as a society when it talks about what like Americans value. Have you seen how money has gone up? On that poll, it was like a crazy 30% saying that like the thing that they value is money. So it's, I can't remember which, which poll that was, but they've done multiple ones now where money is ridiculously high, even compared to like religion and stuff. Yeah. Which have gone down a lot.
0: Well, you know, money leads to one of the seven deadly sins of greed
1: that's yeah that's true Depending I mean, on if, prescribed, if you just look to. if you just look at the chapters within part four there of the possessor I mean he returns the ex- an exchange of gods the molten beast the deep magic the masters the arch and then the golden calf civilization and it it's really what how wall street has become everything our our society is based on
0: people value the stock exchange above all other things like they they hold the stock exchange at the level of what the golden calf worship was
1: i mean chris look at look at our economy it's now extremely driven not by manufacturing making things of value or anything like that it's now driven so heavily by banks and specifically the stock market itself
0: I'm about the message, will on this chat board here, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Um, the uh, I got so the fun okay, so here's a funny story when you get to okay. the enchantress portion because the golden cap, I think it's pretty obvious. Everybody, yeah, I mean, it's money. so obvious. Society revolves around money, money has become a religion on its own. A lot of it people has. do worship money i mean have Um, you ever
1: watched a um the analysis after like the federal reserve chair or the treasury speak on anything it becomes like this voodoo trying to interpret what they're wearing and everything as a reason to invest or sell something
0: yeah and people will try anything to make money like look at that um that, uh, was it Ju- Juliana Holmes or something? Or something along those lines? Whatever that woman was. The... Are you talking about no, Thanos? Uh, Theranos, yeah, Th- I mean? Yeah, Theranos, yeah. yeah. What, was it, what was her name? Something Holmes. Um, Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Elizabeth. I'm yeah. thinking of, um, something else. Julian. I mean, she's I a pure
1: scammer, so.
0: Oh, I'm thinking of Julian Assange, okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh, man. That's terrible. Jeez. Wow, that was bad. <clears throat> that totally name, different. That name mixed up my my brain completely. All right, I mixed them together. They're they're definitely not the same person though. Anyways, uh, long story short, though, when you get to the Enchantress and he's describing yeah. who this this, this goddess is. because I don't really I don't subscribe to this bullshit. Um, yes,
1: yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, she is, I mean, it is a, it's a it's an entity of sorts. I think, I think people will sorts. use. I think
0: people will use any excuse to enable their own self-interests and whether it be the old gods or whether it be and i think he makes a good point of this because he's like he actually does go over kind of my thought process on this when society starts to collapse people will use whatever justification to make their interests or self-interest above all else yeah self-justification
1: we put free will on top here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that it's it's a it's an entity of sorts because people are putting their collective energy into it.
0: When enough people follow the same creed of self interest, it becomes as if a god. Yeah. So, anyways, when, when I he mean, used to it's describe not, used, it's do a, anything good for you, but it's still
1: no. a it's still an entity in the form of like you could say it becomes a form of worship when when you do
0: something too much it
1: becomes kind of a form of worship
0: whether you want it to be that or not
1: but the and and you're forgetting that the people still
0: became possessed i'm trying to get my point out here i'm sorry and you keep interrupting you're not allowed to chris the the, when he starts to describe the enchantress i immediately was like oh god i know exactly who he's gonna say because of some of the games i've played in the past (laughs) This this character's been in them and i was like oh no it's gonna be Ishtar. <laughs> and then he's like, Ishtar is like, oh shoot. <laughs> yeah. I clearly clearly I'm playing some some games that uh, are have some pagan ideals to them.
1: I mean it's Yeah, I mean I was pagan like, oh, ideals no. are
2: just as pervasive as Christian ideals, unfortunately. Well they've always been.
0: They well,
1: always except been. they're based been. on, you know, bestial nature. <laughs> in a sense, right? It's just animal, animalistic nature. Well, you, you,
0: when you look at it, like you do have the body and you have the soul, if you believe that. <clears throat> and the level of the soul is where you want to be. When you serve the body, you end up serving I mean, whatever your pleasures or desires are instead of what you should be ascribing to. Chris, when, when, is, you, when, you yourself, when you make yourself... When you push yourself for the ideal, for the thing that is the best for society and for yourself you are more likely to be pushing for um the level of the soul the higher intellects those kinds of things versus when you're like i need to eat you know it's really hard to get to that level if if the first thought in your mind is i need to eat right like you're servicing the body
1: i mean it's more than that though it's not it's not it's not as simple as just the soul versus the body because
0: if you give in to every pleasure
1: that's on your mind Then you are serving the body. No, but it's okay. What I'm saying is there it's also just intelligence versus stupidity. Because if I don't you're, know, there's some pretty like No
0: There's some no. people that can recognize the higher levels without necessarily being very smart.
1: Okay. But what I'm saying is it's the difference it's not between, just intelligence. Like specifically high IQ. It's not just that. No, but what I'm saying is it's the difference between being an animal yourself and being human. Here's the
0: best, the best one that would be a way to remember those animals in Narnia that yes. couldn't talk because they had lost the ability to do so. Yeah, bring it back to C.S. Lewis somehow. There yeah. you go. That's exactly
1: what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but what I'm saying is, what you're what you're describing is someone incapable of making long-term decisions because they're so focused on the now. Yep. What yes. feels good now? Like they don't prepare for winter. Level of they just care about the now.
2: Yeah, it's okay. the grasshopper versus the ant. Do you remember that fairy tale? Mm. Yeah, the grasshopper is like, I'm fine. I have plenty of time before winter. I don't need to store. Blah blah. blah. And the ant, the entire time, is working its butt off. And then you know the grasshopper dies because it never prepares for winter, mm-hmm. and the ant gets all fat.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Same idea.
0: Hey, well, I'm just laughing at the fact that you said the transformer blue,
2: and part there was of the this sudden, weird sound. <laughs> right? There was a weird sound. And it was like, and then a pop, and then all the electricity popped went away. It's Ishtar. She's stalking.
1: So you know? when when we talk about the enchantress, that's Venus, Ishtar, Aphrodite, Aphrodite, whatever you want to call her. Uh, so her big thing, you know, prostitution. And just all things sexual. So she likes to cause things like the sexual Androgyny revolution. Is, is
0: a thing that she cares about. That too. Uh, also, she goes to battle, and yet she's also like a seductress. The gender
1: slash sexual confusion concept. You got sex, drugs, uh, big into music. Uh, you know, you can see. And this how... is when he
2: gets
0: very obsessed with the Stonewall. Yeah. He spends a yeah. lot of time driving home that everything went wrong at Stonewall. Like that's yeah, really like. Something he really believes yeah, like it was from going the bottom of his heart. That. Well, he's. A bit, I think he more says it comes to a head at Stonewall, but he spends a lot of time. When, when
2: was this book published? I've Never actually looked this up. Twenty oh, twenty two. It's new, man. Twenty twenty two. I think it's pretty new. I'm gonna say it's in the uh, head right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the but yeah, I mean she, it, that whole cult, right? That pagan cult is really big into gender and sexual confusion. And the, it's it cult of
0: you're and, talking about.
1: Yeah, cult of ishtar. And causing you know, big into prostitution. I'm surprised he didn't talk about OnlyFans in this book, given the time frame. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I think
0: OnlyFans is already kind of dying by the time this book came
1: out. I don't think it is dead, man.
0: I think it's dying pretty hard, but anyways. Is it? I don't think it's gonna make it much more. Chris stopped using it
1: and he was the only <laughs> one. Him and his bot farm these things. <laughs> he had a bot farm supporting one specific asset.
0: That would be you would lose so much money. Doing <laughs> it. Like, why on earth would anybody want to bot money? This is donations? why you have
2: to work so hard, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the uh
0: For the record after... <laughs> I have never nor will ever use OnlyFans for any <laughs> like, reason whatsoever. It. We know Chris. Oh my yep. gosh. Come
1: after down. after yeah. Ishtar we get to the destroyer, which yep. is Molech. Or Kronos.
0: Here's or where Chronos. I have some issues. <laughs> I have some major issues with culture right. I'm, I'm right on up, Chris. Malos, but, but this well, just, one. Right you know, here... Don't sacrifice kids, man. That, that's that's the end of the I mean, story right yeah.
1: there. Human and child sacrifice, that's really Think okay, think about how everything language wise for abortion is communicative. It is a sacrifice for your personal wealth, happiness, prosperity Mm -hmm. to get an abortion. That is how the advocates talk about it, right? Yep. I, I don't know what other like is there any way to look at the language they use for abortion and say that they are not talking about a sacrifice to a deity Without saying a deity's name for personal, at the very prosperity. least,
2: you're sacrificing it to the person. The,
1: the, or, choi- at, the, yeah, the, the, the choice, The is always himself. the
0: choice is always presented as this baby or your career. That's how they always present the choice, or this baby or this, or yeah. this baby. Well, it's, it's just this. that it's and, or as a choice.
1: Just wealth in general, right? Yeah, or ha- just happiness. Like yeah, a, this child like the, like, means like, you will
0: not be happy. That that's usually
1: how they present that. So yeah. it, it's a sacrifice. It's it's oh, oh it can only be described as sacrificial language, mm-hmm. and you're not sacrificing jack shit as the you're person choosing to an sacrifice
0: abortion. one thing for another. So yes, but I would not go so far as to say deity because I would never deify a person. But no, maybe but the, maybe the, you're saying the cognitive, you deity of yeah, the the cognitive yeah, You're, deity you're of making self. a
1: sacrifice to yourself.
0: It's yes. a making a sacrifice to the uh, what I'll call the Freudian id.
1: But the but the individual the getting ego, in an abortion like yeah. they they'll they can't claim that they themselves are sacrificing anything Except like the only thing being sacrificed is the life of that child really that's how they look anything. at it no but they don't look at it that way they look like they're just like oh, oh it's not a big deal let's celebrate let's shout this abortion it's cr- yeah. it's crazy
2: well it's amazing so like you know that sort of true in early term abortions like you just stick a tube there and then you know there's some damage to the mother but it's not that not as traumatic as later and what's crazy is that the the terminology around late-term abortions where it's like oh having this child would be like undue stress undue burden blah 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 it's like but when you have an abortion yeah. late term you're still giving birth to that child right so you're going your whole body is going through all of that and then you're adding this other level Let's just it from the mother's perspective you're adding this whole other level of this trauma for no reason, mm-hmm. other than this perception that you, like again, you're putting yourself before anything else, and and the end of the day, you're actually harming yourself because of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll definitely agree with that, Will. It's like once you get past a certain amount of time, it there's no way you can sell that that is yes. not like going to be traumatic no matter what you do. Yes. I, probably worse traumatic wise if you terminate the pregnancy versus the eventual positives you will feel if you actually go through with it with the actual with having mm-hmm. the baby you know what i mean yes it, yeah cuz your body they, like will flood your system with all the necessary yeah. hormones to fix itself
2: whereas in that situation it's just like oh shit we're dying
1: i mean so yeah in that in that circumstance with when they terminate the pregnancy it's like you're putting the body through this trauma that thinks that it's not capable of having children in like yes. a safe environment there's so much psychological aspects to that which i don't see how any doctor could ever say that that's beneficial to the mother i don't i personally do not understand it
2: no but bringing this back to the deification of yourself there's actually like this concept was first highlighted in genesis where you know obviously they say they were made in god's image but then they are like um god's talking to himself saying i'm glad that they didn't eat of the tree of eternal life because then they would be like us like we're constantly striving for that same level Mm -hmm. and that's why i think that's part of the reason why humans are constantly falling down to these you know pagan worship or self-worship and also why pagan deities is always just a self-reflection of some kind of basic instinct like gluttony um sexual desires things like that
1: I mean, just look, all of them are very much human. Yes. They're all basically to the point where if you didn't know better, you would think that they were actual people who were just very powerful at some point who got deified. Um, I think uh, this is also where he kind of uh, goes through a cycle. He talks about the cycle then, um, that he was trying to convey with opening the door. So Mm -hmm. you got Baal, who's you start worshiping wealth and prosperity. Because Christianity has brought you to this level with your values that you can Mm -hmm. now prosper. But then you forget those values, worship the wealth, prosperity. That then opens the door to Ishtar. And then people start worshiping sex and pleasure because they have the wealth to support that, right? So they get rid of the other values that were more, not prudish, but just responsible. (laughs) Um, And then that opens the door to Molech. Because you have, then you sacrifice children in support of wealth and pleasure worship. And that is the, that's the way that that kind of goes. You have that, that's the dangerous cycle of doors opening to the other deities.
2: Thoughts on that, Chris?
0: Sorry, I had the YouTube thing was playing, and I was hearing Andrew on an echo for a second. There and um, I was like trying to figure out how to pause it, and I was like, "Oh no!" Did I you hear it? Did you
1: hear it properly, Chris? <laughs> I
0: heard something about cyclical. And okay, okay. Being I'll, responsible. I'll say and... it
1: again for you, Chris. Sorry. So, okay, basically, God's values and rules lead to prosperity, but then the children raised in prosperity worship the condition, not the reason for the prosperity. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. So that goes into this thing where Baal comes through the door, you worship wealth and prosperity. That then opens the door to worshiping sex sex and pleasure because you have the prosperity to fund it, and you're no longer being responsible with your values. That then opens the door to Molech, so sacrificing children in support of wealth and pleasure because you want to maintain it.
0: Yeah. Honestly, even like you could look at it another way. You could say that the culture as a whole has sacrificed the idea of having children on top of what they're already doing. Yeah, no, that's because what I'm the saying. Because the bulk of families are, are like, oh, they'll either never have kids or they'll choose to wait so long that it's not not even possible anymore. Because In, in the interest of self-interest and pleasure. Yeah, no, that's definitely
1: part of it. That That's, that's just a less pagan version of it you're just not having them to begin with now, that's, but that's I, I, not I can't tell bad. you
0: the last time i've met somebody who said i worship at the temple of Moloch or Ishtar, well okay or, but, but, but these are who's... concepts of ideas that are applied to culture in modern day and
1: that's what jonathan yeah. khan is trying to bring out of this narrative that he's con- constructed well, you're behaving, that, even though you're not actively worshiping, you are behaving no different than a pagan who did. That
0: yeah, exactly. That's the yes. best way to say that. You are not behaving differently than humanity did yeah. before pre Christianity. That that would be the best way to say it. Like mm-hmm. the behaviors of people who are not Christian has not changed in two thousand years.
1: Yep. And if you scroll up a little bit, Chris, on
0: the table, of I did find it interesting how he goes through. Um, how you all, the, way simi- far, all the similar colors, symbols, representations? As oh, for the rainbow, for, for Ishtar, the rainbow, the axe, the purple, the like all the different things. And he just goes through it and talks about how similar the movements are, mm-hmm. uh, even to the point where there was a June Pride Month or the June well, of Ishtar, whatever you want to call that's it. That's
1: where he gets into with the Transformer uh mm-hmm. Part Seven here. And it's it's kind. This is kind of like the radical feminist movement starts this when you think about it, um, because the the whole thing was you masculize women, emasculate men. Uh, men. You know that's that's basically what the goal was, right? Mm-hmm. And then he goes through all of these events that have happened over time, and the month of June is basically the old historical month that was dedicated to Ishtar all the time and tons of crazy shit throughout our U.S. history has happened in the month of June that is in support of, I guess, what the pagan principles and acts that were in support of Ishtar were. So you go down through like gay marriage rulings, major court cases stonewall stuff uh the stonewall riots all of that has all happened in the month of june mm-hmm. and it's kind of crazy <laughs> but what did you guys think of the fact that ishtar's priesthood back in the day was was, it bas- was no it was people in drag and yes unix because they cut the, they cut they mutilated themselves but they were basically drag queens
0: well, they, they were very feminine men who were either attracted to men or wanted to be with men or whatever it was. And so they subscribed to the cult of Ishtar because that, that allowed them to essentially serve two birds, one stone. <laughs> that was the worst way to say that. Uh, where they could essentially spend their time worshiping this deity that they respected as well as, you know, finding the relations with men that they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of similar to what we see today with. Some of the stuff, but I would almost say the culture because the culture is pushing this, it's different because you don't have the cult of Ishtar, there's no deity that all these people are following, they just like what they like and they're into that and they're pushing that culture further. I mean, it's so I guess, it's, I mean, it's not like a cult, I guess it'd be it's not like you're worshiping a deity but they are in fact doing the same things that the cult was
1: doing. I guess I guess there's a question mark there, Chris. There's a question mark, right? Because you have to ask the question of how Ishtar came to be in the beginning. Anyway, like is she? Did she the do, does the principle of her need to come first or is it something that is created to justify created to justify everything
2: Right? Yeah, it's because the desire already existed and then at the yes. time it was commonplace to have named deities. Yes. Now it isn't. Like it's it's like uncool to have a named deity.
1: So so tell me how tell me how the let's say the drag queen club, tell me how they're any different than an Ishtar temple back in the day, except for the fact that it's just not cool or the thing for them to do to create a deity to represent themselves today they're doing everything exactly the same it's just not the same yeah societal uh architecture. i guess it's not
0: that different because you these drag performances draw in large crowds which is what they would have done mm-hmm. in the cult of ishtar and they celebrate their sexuality whatever you want to call it i mean they get the
1: crowd to celebrate them <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. Like they How, celebrate I mean, the
0: the aspect of, of dressing in drag and all that stuff. And when you
1: read the Bible, there's a very fine line between simple music and worship. There is a fine line. Yeah, it's a very fine line. It bleeds. There, it bleeds over between the two. It's simple music and worship music. It ble, it's not. There's not a lot different. I mean, there's
0: a reason why <clears> there used to be this fear amongst Christians that the music they listen to or like recite or follow or whatever you want to call it could lead to worship outside
1: of the Christian faith. I mean, when you look at how society's gone, maybe, maybe they weren't exactly wrong. <laughs> 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 Let's be honest here. Um,
2: yeah. Well, it takes it from the realm. Cause I know you brought this up for books and games and stuff, Chris, but it's like goes from the realm of like, this is just pure fantasy where it's just interesting to read about. And now it's crept into like, well, this is actually truth. And right. this is what we should uphold as values of the society. And that's that's, I honestly don't know when that that narrative flipped. Because <laughs> does that sound? <laughs> Ishtar's coming. For yeah, she's coming on the hunt for, for you. Go on, I lost my train of thought because I don't know
1: what the hell's going you on. You were saying like
0: it creeps into the media, and then the media becomes the culture, and then the culture becomes the worship. It's
1: When is it just fantasy versus something that you like When is it? When and, is it yeah. different? Yeah. When is it... it like I worship? love fantasy books.
2: There's mm-hmm. a lot of shit. Yeah. And it's like, I don't worship these things. I find them interesting as a purely fan, the fantasy I think standpoint. you have to be able to find the
0: fantasy, just that fantasy. If you can't distinguish the difference between your escapism as being a fantasy and something that you need to be able to log out of as opposed to say something that you do as like that's what like for example if you do world of warcraft like 10 hours a day how is that different than than worship like, you're basically worshiping world of warcraft but it's when something controls you that's what i'm saying yeah. like addiction i think that when subscription services became, i'm addicted to work i need to stop <laughs> i think when subscription services became a thing that's almost like, uh, that takes the place of like a style of tithing. Because you're subscribing because like, you put value in that service.
1: I wouldn't go that far.
0: I'm saying it could be. I'm not saying it is. I'm automatically. I'm saying like, let's well, just say for example, you're paying for participation in something that you spend all your time doing. I'm tithing for my Wi-Fi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just a monthly bill I'm not for talking a about Wi-Fi.
0: Wi-Fi doesn't generally mm-hmm. include uh, content or like, Something that you do—it's something that enables you to do something. It's different. Uh, saying, I wouldn't
1: like, go—I wouldn't go so far as to call it tithing. I think I'm people just, probably worship Game Pass a little bit. I, I just yeah, wouldn't—I you know. wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's the same as tithing.
0: It's—I didn't say it's the same. I said it's a, a style or form or something similar to it. Because you're—I mean, you're like. You're not paying the same amount of money as a tithe would be, but let's just say you're dedicating more than ten percent of your okay. actual time and resources I'll, I'll, to I'll it. I'll tell then you then this, Chris.
1: Boom. If you tell me that you join a club and you're paying simply for the membership to be a member of something
2: mm-hmm.
1: for the social aspect of it. Well, like that's different. No, that now that's closer to a tithe. You think so? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, about
0: like secret society kind of
1: stuff. No, like or... I'm saying, like if you are a <laughs> yacht club, yeah, like okay. your yacht club or something. Like it's a, it, it's this, it, it's kind of. It, there's not much difference, right, between that and a cult in its own right. They do say you are what you fr- your friends are. Like if you if you surround
0: yourself with people oh, shit, who do yeah, a certain awesome. thing, <laughs> we
1: are the shrimp will. <laughs> Okay, but... Bow at the
0: altar of the crustacean.
1: Chris, look, okay, you have to compare it to the church if you're going to say tithing, and that would be the biggest aspect of the church that you're getting is community. Yep. Right? So you're not going there for some new service that's being provided to you other than being with your community. It's a a social gathering of like-minded people. So like people that pay for Discord servers sure that could be that yes that could be viewed as as tithing i guess um if you join a facebook group that you have to pay a subscription just to be a member of that could be considered a tithe of sorts but when you're getting something in return like you're buying a service there's no difference between a subscription and paying the monthly uh, the monthly pass to use said service otherwise you'd be tithing to like the turnpike commission okay like (laughs) it's different all hail the mighty us too (laughs) yeah you you get what i'm saying oh sorry the the um he makes a point in here that i thought was really interesting too about making idols of the body requires self-destruction because your body was created by god right so if you want to make a idol out of your body you're going to have to like take credit as the creator which means you have people end up
0: warping their bodies in the effort to become some kind of a deity themselves basically i mean if you look at like some of the like really old old uh cultures um have you ever seen the movie 300 the spartans or whatever you got you got xerxes right Mm-hmm. yeah look at how much like piercings he has to okay, his body. but let's
1: be honest about the accuracy
0: of said I'm not saying it's accurate. I'm just saying like to make yourself okay. in the form of a deity what they did for that movie was they morphed it with all these piercings.
1: They really wanted to make the Persians look 100 well, They also so,
2: wanted that so. scene where he misses with a spear but it rips out the piercing so like, yeah you have to have a lot of I, I, so I understand work. I'm just saying like,
1: like <laughs> just from the
0: artistic depiction, I'm not saying that's accurate to the Persians or how they dressed. I'm yeah. saying that the ideal. So Zack Snyder hates piercings. We figured it out. <laughs> they wanted to. They wanted to deify this guy, and so what they did was, is they morphed him as much as possible, and you know, to a as much of a believable extent that American audiences would believe. Yeah, it could potentially. He was also be like 13 feet
2: tall in that film. Yeah. He's no, there's no way he was so.
0: I think he's probably a Philistine, but that's just me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, weren't the Philistines supposedly giants? I don't think, I don't think
1: right. he was ever actually a giant, though. Uh, no, no, like no, 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 no. I'm
0: not. I'm not saying that Xerxes was. I'm saying that if he was that tall, he could have potentially been a Philistine. That's what I'm. Saying. That's the joke. Like I mean, every Persian right now is upset with you. Yeah, <laughs> This is not what, what I'm saying. You're, you're, you're putting words in my mouth that I didn't say.
1: All of Iran is irate. But yes, with you. <laughs> if where, they're where, able to where, see where, this, where, where, where,
0: where is the origin of the Philistines? Because I'm, I'm not good at geography I don't here, know, man.
2: That's not the they had to bend bring, bring up that book next. Mm. The Philistines? Sure. Is there a book of Philistines? I don't know. What the hell were we talking about before Chris got in the Philistines? Xerxes. About self-mutilation. No, mutilation. Oh, yeah, self-mutilation. What was Xerxes
0: then? He's Persian, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So they just decided Do you know where
1: Persia to... is, Chris?
0: Your guess it was is a better huge than empire
1: mine. That, like, it's a huge empire that... Yeah. To be fair, though, I mix expanse. up them with the
0: Parthians. So. Okay, well,
1: okay, Chris, it's it's an empire that covered a large expanse of what is modern day Persia. I mean, Persia, Iran. Persia. Was modern <laughs> day <laughs> Persia. Well, okay, they, they still changed this. They changed their name from Persia. Well, when so it was Iran, the Persian
0: Empire, though, they had entirely different belief systems. Do you know systems, why correct? they changed their name
1: to? Iran. No, they're
2: just under. They're subjugated by a different ruling class at the moment. Oh, the people okay. The
1: people of Iran still are still Persian. Still Persian. Gotcha. Okay. They call themselves Iranian now, but gotcha. The, okay. Do you know how young Iran is as a name for that area? No idea. World War Two. That makes sense. Because do you know what Iran is? Aryan. Frickin Persian, okay. Like, oh, is that,
0: does it mean the same thing?
1: They changed the name for Hitler.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yes. <laughs> so
0: learn something new every day, boys that and girls.
1: Is, yeah, they're Persians over there. All right. Um, <laughs> it, he also makes a really good point in this book too about how these are totalitarian gods
0: oh yeah they definitely because
1: when the agenda shifts they destroy those who fail to advance along sid agenda so it's constantly it's constantly um i mean i guess you could say that this is a very broad cultural culture religion of sorts and as it becomes more cult and religious the you have this need for a priesthood of sorts to be created so as it gets more and more radical you're going to have a smaller smaller group of leaders
0: that lead people to this yes. crazy craziness well that's what i'm
1: saying you it's as it refines itself it's going to necessarily have to create this priesthood of sorts of the absolute most devout people willing to just believe whatever the new agenda is and that's how you get that narrowing effect i think
0: somebody's got to get them drinking the kool-aid anyways mm. um
1: jonestown
0: yeah, Jonestown. That's exactly what I was thinking. of. When I think I've called. That's the first one I think of is Jonestown. Yeah, that that was really bad. Like I watched a documentary on it. Like, it's my a goodness. fascinating it, documentary. It, what's amazing to me is how capable the human mind is of putting out all external things to focus on whatever the cult is focused on. It. It's just it's crazy how much you can tune out with your brain if you really believe something. Well, I mean that's kind of the
1: moral of this this book, right? That when you pretend like humans are not a religious. Mm-hmm. Preacher, it's going to be filled by something. Something right? will fill the gap. Yeah. You, you're going to let something into that house that is your spiritual being.
0: Well, it's like fishing will take its place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the <laughs> almighty
1: fish. And the boat, which would be the thing that is his tithe. Of... Well, it's <laughs> like, no, I just walk on water. Exactly. <laughs> Don't you, Chris? <laughs> it's
0: the only way to do my, this. My name's not Peter. I can't walk on water with Jesus. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> Anyways,
0: Thomas hey, had already made
2: it. You know, <laughs> and they just forgot <laughs> to put that part in. It wasn't as compelling of a story. He actually did it before Jesus. <laughs> that's why he was doubting. Yeah, exactly. He was doubting him
0: because like, it was it like, why do I have to show you how to do this? <laughs> He's like, I can do this. So why am I? Why, that's why I doubt you. now <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's like Book of Judas type stuff, man. Oh my gosh, Gnostic. <laughs> that, 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 uh, yeah, that Gnostic uh, horrible text yeah, that just belt. exists out there. Yeah. Um, I guess, I mean, I guess if you just went back to, to the dawn of Christianity and you go and look at like what counter culture narratives are going on, Gnosticism was basically Christianity trying to return to paganism right away. It's like they wanted to turn Jesus into just another deity.
1: Mm. I don't know if i would I would go that far
0: oh no it was it, like if no. you read, if you read about no no hear me out if you read about it there were these small cultic Christians called the Gnostics and some of them were worshiping like these sexual deities they were worshiping they literally were worshiping sacrifice all kinds okay, of but crazy what stuff.
1: I'm, what I'm trying to say is that Gnostics are is is a it's just a fun word of to describe cults, like actual cults based on personality. And they're not connected anyway, that's what you're saying. Like I'm saying that it's 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 a thing where they're using Jesus as a skin, right? To get somebody who to claims to have paganism. no to have... it's okay. It's this thing where there's a desire for dark trinity personality types. <laughs> dark Trinity. <laughs> But no, seriously, it, the dark triad of personality traits. Those people who like to become cult leaders, uh, they they will do whatever it takes to claim that they have some extra special knowledge, right? That they have some special connection. They're like Jesus come back or something is what they'll claim. Look, just look at the uh, wake up guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everything right. he claimed. Okay. My so, goodness. I'm I'm not saying what happened nobody Waco was a was winner good. in that situation. Yeah, I'm not Waco saying what happened to Waco was around. good, but the the branch Cavidian guy in charge was one hundred percent a cult leader, Gnostic type person who claimed to have all sorts of divine knowledge that all no one answers. else had. Yes. What I'm saying when when it comes to Gnostics, I don't think it's simple enough to just call them cults. Like I mean just like going back to pagan cults because they're trying to use the Jesus skin and claim that they have like special knowledge. It's, it's a gatekeeper concept. Yeah. Right. And they're using it to control people. So it's it's a little bit more complicated than returning to the pagan. They're trying to usurp the pagan. Oh They're trying
0: to get ahead of it and make themselves in charge. Right. And maybe this is how you end up with like pagan deities. Somebody who is very powerful starts a cult and then. Years and years later, nobody remembers how this started. They're like, "Hey,
1: well, we worship this dude."
2: Man, like—I mean, RuPaul, just...
1: RuPaul, and her drag and the drag queen concept could easily become a temple of Ishtar, given enough time. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Yep, there's a whole show dedicated to that concept. All right, like
0: they're... I'm not gonna say like I mean, I guess you could look at any of these groups and with a prominent enough
1: person in charge of it they could be deified. I think there's the question mark on if that's what causes. Okay. If that is what creates legitimacy in the social hierarchy, then a deity will be created for whatever club organization exists.
0: And with the advent of, uh, of, uh, cgi getting really good you could have somebody live on for a very long time after they die
1: yeah but i don't i don't okay but as will said it's not popular to have deities today it isn't so you're not going to see deities being created anytime soon it's (laughs) just like it's a social club it's like being woke it's it's enlightenment now right it's it's Mm -hmm. the concept of being enlightened so you're going to get Something much more along the lines of like the Freemasons social club, right? That that's what I see way more. You, if you don't speak you the same language, friend. yeah. It's a if you don't speak the language, you're not part of the culture. You're not part of the in group, so you're we are not going to associate with you. It, it's much more um, social than it would have been like deity wise
0: you're saying the social group is focuses inward
1: rather than it's i mean it's becoming it's it's skipping religion cult slash cult and going straight to culture because that's that's the thing that it needs to control right i guess since
0: we've almost completely sidestepped the book at this point no, I mean, but, it, this is still the I book. mean, this is part of the book. I'm just, what I mean by side I, I feel like we're getting into the weeds of the book rather than the focus. Oh, yeah. I just want to get into one more thing then. Um, as far as the Destroyer, the whole, just all of it, when you look at... Like, the idea of being a child has changed significantly over the course of even my lifetime. Mm. And I think... The other thing we have to look at is the sacrifice of childhood as a focus of culture, because <clears throat> even if the physical sacrifice of a child is not necessarily—I mean, the, yeah, there's obviously the abortion argument—but the idea of sacrificing the childhood of the innocent, sacrificing the innocence
2: of yeah. childhood. I mean, I was going to say, say you just, of, little that, girls used to be married off of like ten men, so I think we're it, still it's better not, off. We're well, we better it's,
0: off, but we might be heading back that
1: like. I, don't, okay. Don't jinx it, Will. I'll I'll <laughs> say this. I'll say this. We've had times in the past, especially within even within the Christian yes civilization, where ages have been much younger for a lot of things. Okay. Um, you even aged pretty quickly if you were Gen X, or prior to that in previous times in American history, even right. The the concept I would say though that. I agree with you on is there's a weird focus on children, children like
2: also the exploitation.
1: Student. Yeah, there's there's a weird bring your child to a sexually explicit show. Well, okay, going back to
2: the deification, it's just like church. It's like yeah, that's know, what church I'm, yeah. is like. Bring your child immediately. Get to a baptized. drink show. Yeah, it, now it's, it's like build, bring your child to this other altar, get them yeah, baptized,
1: initially. That, that's definitely where it's becoming like a religion in a sense. Is it's like oh, Brent, you have to bring your kids, you have to force them to see yes. this pride parade or whatever it is, and that's where it's getting really weird because they don't have a deity, but they're treating the cult, their own culture as a deity of sorts. Yeah.
2: Also, a lot of these pagan religions also didn't have deities for this. It was more of a concept and that the true. statue was just a symbol. It wasn't they didn't actually believe it was a real thing. So you can still say like that argument
1: is true today. I guess, yeah. it's it's not like they were building temples per se in the same concept. Yeah. Not everyone was the it, temples are really a thing based on the civilization level of whatever yeah. group it also, is Also, a lot of
2: our views on some of these religions is very much from the christian perspectives so like we think yeah. like going to church that kind of thing is like that kind of concept where it's really like no that was a dance club
0: well they Different. say that the temple of ishtar was a bar yeah essentially that's they bar, say that that, yeah. That's, that's the the way that she conducted herself i guess my goodness, I have, like, six flies down here. Yeah,
2: and also, some of these cultures didn't have words for the, like, sexual impulses and stuff, so that it's mm-hmm. like, it's yeah, this is deity that's doing it to me. I don't know what this is. Hmm. So it was, like... Literally it's not my lack... fault, I swear. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> a lack of, under, like, communi- or vocabulary to describe what was happening.
1: Right. It, it it really comes back to there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, or, that's right, Like, fine, yeah. when, when you okay. think about it, nothing new. It, it's we're going back to some just animal instinct levels yes. of humanity more so. So I guess, how would you rate the book, Andrew? Um, it's difficult. I think this is actually difficult to write. Um, if, I mean, if you don't believe in any of this at all, like, it's not going to
0: change your mind.
1: It's not going to change your mind. So it's not like it's this grand argument type book that's going no. to enlighten people. I think it's... There's no way somebody
0: from the opposite side of the argument is going to read this and think, wow, I was wrong about everything.
2: This is yeah. not nearly as impactful for me as Screwtape Letters. How about that? No,
1: nowhere near. Um, it's The problem is that he takes... I think this book does take for granted where you are as a... As a as a believer, per se, if this guy was
0: if, if this guy was the leader of the cult, the only people buying this would be in the cult. Does that make yes. sense? Yeah, people that yeah. are already on his side of the argument. Yeah, I mean, if you're not
1: a Christian, you're probably not going to buy this book. Um, it's it's an interesting book, just because I think I don't think it's really necessarily what he's trying to say that it that's the a good message behind it. Um. He's... No, I,
0: I would say that the book is so like, uh, a, like it's almost like apocalyptic. It's like apocalyptic literature. It's like here, here's where things are going. We're screwed. It's kind of like how this book is written. I
1: don't know it seemed a little optimistic at the end.
0: Uh, maybe I'm forgetting the very ending. But I,
1: up until he the he says very it's not end. too late if you embrace. Okay. Your faith, basically. But, um, no, I'm saying. Oh in... then, no, the epilogue. Yes, up until the yeah. epilogue, it feels very dire. I guess I guess my point is that he makes a lot of points. I think if you just look at it from the cultural cycle and the historical similarities that when you look at it from a human nature, like this is what humans without God will always resort to behavior-wise, I think you can gain a lot from this book just seeing how there is nothing new under the sun, basically. Um, I don't think it really matters as much what he's trying how he tries to tie it in to be like oh look at this pattern this is why it's happening this month or whatever you know what i mean Hmm. i think he he reaches a little bit with when he gets into the specific events i don't think that is as important to the story as okay this is what our nature is
0: yeah i think i think when he tries to like associate a specific cultural event everybody's gonna see it differently like there's gonna be a lot of people who are like no no no, it's not where it started it started here or like they'll point to something else like it started here or here the point of the book should be that the culture is returning to these roots of paganism yeah
1: like i don't really give a shit how we got here right like well, I mean, maybe i do sounds... i
0: do care why yeah, how okay, we got here. Uh, no
1: but i'm saying like oh this specific day yeah, right. yeah, yeah. This like, specific it's more day has gone well. I don't care about the specific day. I don't care about the pattern of Sid's specific day. Mm-hmm. I care about the general trend and the fact that clearly our human nature is returning to when when the the practices of us being too comfortable with prosperity.
0: I, I and the other thing is, is this whole timeline of events could have kicked off with the eugenics movement earlier in the
1: 19th century I mean he's he's really you know what I mean you yeah no, no yeah I get what you're saying and the problem is he's he wants this book to be small right yeah. so he's he puts a lot of focus
0: on events that's something I want to read more about is the eugenics movement because I don't know how we ever convinced ourselves
1: that was a good idea <laughs> because it started here
0: I know that's what um, I'm saying
1: the The And it was also very Malthusian. No, it Um, was. The the thing to remember, though, is he wants this book to be short. He wants it to be... um, Readable by anybody. Readable by anybody. He wants this book to be applicable primarily to the current cycle, right? And because of it being to the current cycle, I think focusing on the timelines like he does is not valuable because you don't see the cycle of past... Uh, you don't see what happened in past cycles, right? Yeah. This isn't the first time things have gone crazy mm-hmm. just in the United States alone. Yes.
2: And I think yeah, that... It would have been more interesting if you focus on that aspect, honestly, and more applicable to
0: a general audience. Are you saying you want the collaboration between Neil Howe and Jonathan Kahn to
1: write a book? Well, I'm saying, like, if... <laughs> okay, if he did something on the order of the fourth turning, then there would be a lot more value to him going through different events and showing how similar events have happened in the past. But when it's a one off like that, it's -hmm. he needs to just focus. He should have focused more on simply this is what we do. This isn't new. this is just what we do in our human nature, because he's trying to he's, he's trying to make it as though the the pagan gods themselves are more how I like as so though they're causing it
0: more that, than that it. did that was the feeling I got and that's why mm-hmm. I was like no no don't buy that
1: <laughs> yeah and I think that's my biggest complaint it's a like, it's us the yes. problem is us we're not it's almost like the ourselves.
0: sinister thing has been invited back into the culture when in reality no the culture has just gone back it's always me. there it's just we we're choosing yeah. to turn that way where we're, we've become uh we become in servitude of the desires of the flesh
1: yeah it's it we've returned to our less civilized state yeah more, being, right more like, barbarian
0: as, less empire
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> just kidding and, and and yeah see right there that that's that's finally i think what i've been trying to think of how to word it is that he he wants to say that these deities are causing this all when it's us the the fall
0: fallen nature. Yeah. yeah. So what? what's your rating, dude? You, um, you've like spiraled.
1: I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, man, that, that was important context.
0: Um, Fair enough. I'd go with a 3.5. If you had to choose a solid number, what you picking?
2: Three. But you will. This is a tough one for me. I didn't necessarily dislike it, but to all the points we brought up, I don't think it like resounded the way that he really wanted it to. I would say two, honestly. I was just—I don't really. Again, if you're not part of the cult, so to speak, already, you're not. This book's not going to be appealing. I like books that carry a message that anyone who reads it can get something from it. And like I don't think Butters. there's a whole half, like at least half, the population who would read this. And make, well, this
1: is just crap. So. Well, I think the first half is good. It's when he starts doing this. It's if, when after he gets done describing the characters. The deities of, of sorts. That's where it gets off the rails a little.
0: Yeah, and I think if he would have just focused on the the culture of the deity and how it's returning, rather than the actual deity returning, I think that that would have been a more valuable.
1: Right. But because his focus isn't on his focus isn't on the oh this is how you see we're behaving exactly as though we worship this old pagan deity you know what i mean what i mean it's not the like,
0: behaviors are the same but no yeah, one's doing the worship
1: because now someone's like oh i'm not doing this because i worship said de-. it's like no it's so easy to just be like, just be like bro
0: i ain't worshiping Moloch.
1: <laughs> yeah right it's it i he wants this to he wants to make the connection to worship so bad in this book that he makes it easy to ignore him Mm-mm. yeah for a person yes. who's and if he had simply just been like hey I know you don't worship Moloch, but your behaviors are really not any different than if you did worship Moloch.
0: They're like saying, you might as well at this point. Yeah.
1: How do you feel realizing that you are currently behaving no differently than an ancient Canaanite right now? Like, serious question. Uh, how, How would said yuppie liberal in New York City feel realizing that they're, Entire cultural being is literally no different than some ancient Mesopotamian.
0: But we're so modern, Andrew.
1: I know. They got toilet paper. It's that's the true difference in civilization Mm -hmm. factor. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Indoor plumbing is the street <laughs> in the yeah. culture. <laughs> yes, yes. No, I'm not going to lie. I would never go to one of those Roman community, communal toilet areas and use the bathroom with everybody else near me. What are you talking now? about, Chris? What are you, you know talking about? about?
1: No, what are you talking about? But there used you, to be like No, the, the... I understand what you're saying, but the Roman bathhouses were actually very sanitary. Yes.
2: Oh,
0: I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I would never want to sit with somebody else in the same room doing that
2: the rel- I mean, you, you do that in public bathrooms all the time, Chris. Yeah. Not looking at each other. Just bring like a little bit of cardboard and it's like... <laughs> bring, the, bring the shades,
1: Chris. Yeah. Bring the shades. With <laughs> the, the dark shades so I can't no, see you the you just have horse blinders on while you're here.
0: Yeah. you wear what Ted Mosby wore so he couldn't see the Super Bowl during High Metro Metromoto. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The giant blinders like,
1: oh, I can't see anything. Yeah. Pick out the pizza.
0: Oh, man. I give it a I give it a three because I think the the actual book is decent, but at the same time I think his message lacks the ability to have the widespread cultural impact he wants.
1: Yeah. No, I agree completely. Yeah. The technical material is good. It's just the message the, the, the way it's conveyed needs work. Yeah.
0: You'd be hard pressed to correct him on his writing or or style or whatever and his it's, research you'd be hard research. pressed to yeah but where you can is like just the tone and messaging is is there's a misstep somewhere yeah it's
1: like are you trying to evangelicalize with this or are you just trying to talk to the club
0: yeah it's like are you are you talking to the in crowd or everybody yeah yeah whereas i think c.s lewis the, his ability to span cultures religions and everything was timeless and unmistakable in quality I mean okay no offense screw tape Chris. letters I'm talking screw tape letters I okay. know but no
1: offense Chris but let's be honest here no one's gonna compare to CS Lewis <laughs> well you're you're talking about I know yeah, you you're literally talking yeah. about two people from the pinnacle of literature. <laughs> Like if you're gonna hold everyone up to against those two, you're you're really you're really gonna be disappointed.
0: I found some books that uh, might be good. Never mind, we'll talk later about that. All right, uh, so I mean I don't have anything else to say. There's nobody else in the chat right now, but I'm sure people will tune in later and cancel us for this
1: mm-hmm. whole discussion. <laughs> Probably. Definitely demonetized, but I don't think we said anything too outrageous. <laughs> i didn't <laughs> Maybe, i don't know well, why andrew you 100 yeah. percent tried to get us demonetized in the very beginning with this yes. with a jingle
0: oh the we are farmers yes it was a joke oh god yeah right. but it's definitely you know copyright yeah oh, um, probably oh well um i'll just cut i'll snip that off if we have to yeah god that that's exactly what the chair would do anyways um <laughs> As always, uh, since we have no questions, we're just going to end this thing. So we'll go yeah. to bed. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He's enjoying this conversation so much, though. So thank you for being here, Will. Yeah, I got back in after all this power. So here we go. I yeah. think Andrew wins the uh, competition today for the best in class for this book and describing it, whereas I think okay. I failed miserably. <laughs> so, <laughs> Andrew, you get to exit this podcast. Oh, my gosh. For all already. Well, thank you. And Alfred. Will didn't talk enough to screw it up, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. For, for tuning in to this week's Printed and Pressed episode. And uh, don't forget to tune in next week because we're covering what, Chris?
0: The horse and his boy again? No, the I'm silver back. chair. The silver chair.
1: silver chair by C.S. The golden Lewis.
2: compass. We're almost oh. through those Narnia books.
1: Here. We are almost <laughs> through them,
2: yes. The lion but, is almost done. Yes. His roar will I'm gonna be turn into the white witch more. and sacrifice that lion pretty soon. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> he goes by a different name in our world, Will. What do, yeah. what do you think it is? What do you think it is? What could his name be, Will? Anyway, tune in next week to find out or tune in next week. Tune in Wednesday. Tune this in Wednesday. Yeah. To find out about the next exciting chapter of the Chronicles of Narnia. Yes. All right, Andrew, signing off. All right.
1: Thank you everybody for tuning in. See you on Wednesday. Bye, guys. Yes. Oh, Bye, oops, guys.
2: sorry. <laughs> talked over
1: here. <laughs>